And your website is called Filmed Insert. Right. Why'd you call it that? It's like an old term for music videos. So they would really? say, yeah, they would say like, here's a you know a filmed insert of you know this this song. Um, okay. It was important to us to have a name that required explanation, and so filmed insert uh, won that contest. That's yeah, you're gonna be explaining yourself a lot because no one's <laughs> ever heard of that phrase. <laughs> Welcome to episode 59 of the Music Video Land podcast, brought to you by your super excellent best friends, the ones who, if you're going to put on a garage sale, you give them first dibs, all your stuff, before it even goes on sale, um, at notfilmedinsert.com, but imvdb.com. Throwing you a loop there. We'll explain that in a little bit. My name is Adam Fairholm, and then we have with me on the line Mr. Douglas Klinger from fabulous center of the world, uh, Boynton Beach, Florida. Oh, yeah. How are you doing, Doug? Uh, I'm doing super good. What's the name of our website? Well, that's something we need to talk about. But before we do that, we're going to talk about our episode today. Which is exciting for us because, Doug, you and I are both fans of the band, the Cincinnati-based band, Why. Is this correct? Yeah, I've probably been fans longer, but whatever. This isn't a contest. You have been fans longer. Actually, one of the first people we had on the podcast, Ben Barnes, directed um, the video for A Sky for Shoeing Horses Under and the double video, These Hands, in January 20-somethings from 2009. But uh, we have uh, two interviews on this podcast um, because why I just came out with an album. Mumps. How many interviews? Two. Huh. That's double. That's double the value in the same amount of time. That's that's. There's no. There's. It's like you're going to the grocery store and you get one of those uh, cards that you know you get discounts for. It's like exactly like that. Only in podcast. Like a, like a, like a coupon. Right, like a coupon. Um, so, well, wait a second. So wait, new website name, two interviews. Throwing us for you, you were right about that loop you were throwing us for. This is a big episode because we have Mr. Scott M. Fredette from Cincinnati, Ohio, um, uh, and director of the latest two uh, Y videos, Sod in the Seed and Strawberries, two excellent videos um, on the podcast. And then we have Josiah Wolf, who a brother of Yoni Wolf who is the drummer from Y, who we're going to talk to and uh, get a little bit of an insight on making those two videos. Um, Josiah is uh, always a part of, uh, or is a part of both of these videos, and one of our favorite parts. He's like the, he's like a uh, an ever-steady presence in these videos, like a drummer should be, but in a band. So we're going to get a drummer's perspective on, on being in a music video, which is um, two great interviews coming up. They are coming up. They're coming up sooner than sooner than normal because there's two of them. That's right. Um, and so, but before we, that, we got to get it to what's this about? What's this about? We have a new name. Oh, before, before even before that, I encourage you to go watch the Sod in the Seat and Strawberries oh, yeah. videos. Two excellent videos directed by Scott M. Fredette. Um, 
for it. You may as well check. You can check out. You can check out all the Y videos. Check out all of Scott's videos. Check them out. That's right. Um, those interviews are coming up in the second half of the podcast. But we're going to talk a little bit about some very large filmed insert news. Here, here's a little bit of background, and I think we've mentioned this a few times, but just, I'll just go over this again. Um, when retread when the original filmedinsert.com launched, it was not a music video database. It was a blog where I would basically rip on ABBA music videos uh, late at night while drinking. Um, and it was not a very compelling blog, and I realized that quickly. Um, but then I happened on the idea of the database portion of this, which has grown into the current site we have now. And uh, not through solely through me, through Doug coming on board pretty much immediately after I put anything up. Um and, you know, I was kind of lazy, so I thought, uh, I have the name Film Insert, it has to do with music videos, why don't I just use that domain? And I thought it was a great name, and uh, over and over again, we've kind of been proven wrong, I guess. We've been proven very wrong. In fact, if you'll notice, the audio at the beginning of this episode showed someone questioning what Film Insert even mean, or meant, men's. What filmed insert men's because nobody knew and or knows still to this day and we've explained it several times. That's right. We would always have to say something like a filmed insert. It's like an IMDb for music videos because it's something that people know about and then they can kind of transfer that over. The name really meant nothing to them. Um, the person at the very beginning of the podcast was Mr. Doug Lucenhop, DJ Doug Pound, who was on an earlier, actually about a year ago, we interviewed him and he mentioned. You know, we told him a name and he said, uh, as you heard, that doesn't, you know, what does that mean? And I've had many situations where people have, you know, kind of done a double take and asked, you know, what? And I've had to spell it out for them or write it out for them. Anyway. Not just people, not just people, but people who direct music videos for a <laughs> living or commission them or produce them or pretty much anyone. We like we thought, what episode is this? 40 or 59, 58, 59, 59. And one per, one person has known what it meant. So going into it, so uh, so a name change was necessary, probably. But that we had a little bit of problem, and you know the problem is you have a name that's not working. What do you change it to? Obviously, we needed something that was said database. Um, but you know all of the different combinations we could think of are already taken by sites that are now defunct. Uh, um, you know. I think the last one of any of the other music video databases were updated, you know, like several years ago. So, uh, and then Doug, you you ha- you happened upon a one a, a a URL of a music video deba- database that had gone defunct like ten years ago. How, how did you how did you come across our new domain? So um, I, you know, I do a lot of volunteering at old folks' homes, and this one <laughs> old gentleman. It was a big domain trader who I had befriended and read Robinson Crusoe to each evening, mm-hmm. and uh, he left it to me in his will. Uh, no, that's so dumb. Why did I do that? Uh, why did I leave that in? Um, uh, no, I just I like I was just kind of searching around, poking around. Way less, way less fun story. I was just kind of poking around the internet for domain names, and I stumbled across imvdb.com which is way better than dot anything else that's available. That's true. It's short um and we and you know pretty much immediately after we got it we moved everything over so now any of the links old filmed insert links are now moved over to imvdb.com. Also 
um, it automatically will remove www dot from there. So it's an even shorter URL. And I think it's something that when you see the URL, you kind of know what it is. It's difficult to explain, but it just has a kind of a self-explaining um, part to it that is really valuable. Where we think it's going to be really big for the site. Yeah, and, I don't uh, think I don't even think we've told people that it was that it means the Internet Music Video Database. I don't think we had said that yet, and everyone listening knew already. There we go. Exactly. It does mean the Internet Music Video Database. That is what we are known as. And uh, Filmed Insert is now a distant relic of the past for the early adopters. I think we'll be able to sit by the campfire one day in our old age and say, remember when IMVDB was Filmed Insert? What crazy days were those? Those crazy, dr- those crazy drunken days. So now that we have uh, that, our, you know, if you want to get in contact, obviously our emails have changed to adam at imvdb.com and uh, doug at imvdb.com. And there also our Twitter handle has changed to the imvdb, imvdb.com. Um, nope. I, the, at the imvdb. There's no .com in our Twitter name. That is true. I apologize. Yeah, the, the, the imvdb we're, we're, is, is not available. Right, exactly. And a good thing to note is our drunken filmed insert days have clearly carried over a little bit into the IMVDB days because both Adam and I are sauced. Um, Uh, I am completely uh, 100% stone cold. Oh, sorry. Okay, it's just me then. I'm sauced. Uh, One thing very important to note, Twitter automatically changed over. Facebook was a little bit of a dick. We We couldn't switch over our Facebook page. So you guys... Do uh, like us on Facebook. That's true. We get over two hundred likes. It's, we, you know, we had it's a weird, arbitrary, arbitrary weird number, two hundred. I guess it's like so you you can't like get a whole bunch of people to like your page and suddenly like change it to like dicks. So it's just like <laughs> all these people like dicks, uh, but, but uh, um, which may or may not be true. But they didn't choose to make it public. Uh, so if we couldn't change like it. Dicks, you need you need dicks. You need to really agree. You need to, to like know it. you're doing it. But so, long story short, which that is not a pun about dicks. We need to uh, make a. You need to make the move from the slash film insert to the facebook.com slash imvdb. Make the move, like over to the other side, because that's where it's all happening. We're not doing anything with the film insert Facebook pages anymore. So what are you doing over there in in Ghost Town? That's a very true. Um, and uh, we are pumping out new features by the day. Um, you will uh, see them periodically sort of rounded up on the blog when I post and let everybody know what's going on. But one, one that I would like to point everybody to is if you have an entry on, film, uh, on IMVDB, you've been doing that for a while, um, and just go to that page. There's a link to say, are you, uh, do you represent such and such? Uh, apply to manage this profile here. And uh, we have been getting uh, a really nice steady stream of profile management requests. They've been rolling in. They've been rolling in. And uh, once you get that, you can change your picture. Um, you can change your title, your location. Um, you can add links, all sorts of stuff. And we're going to be adding to that functionality um, as time goes on. So, and if you, you can uh, add your videos too. You can add your videos and That's credits. Right. Credits, add videos. To the, add to the IMVDB. That's right. It's very important that we have this name. We kind of have a um, a little bit of an imperative to make this extremely complete. And I have to say, we do have a long way to go, but we're we're counting on the the help and uh, um, you know database savvy of 
other people out there, not just artists, people who are fans. Uh, you know, we completely welcome people who are fans of a certain artist um, adding videos um, as long as we can source that data where it's coming from, then we are completely fine with that. So anybody who has data to add, please do. It gets moderated by us over here on the IMVDB content team, and uh, we'll get it up. So that, uh, that's it. That's exciting news for us. We usually don't talk about not... film, uh, uh, IMVDB news or site news on the podcast, but this was a special occasion. And we're not the first music video database to exist on the internet. And I, I, I honestly think a lot of why the other ones have shut down is because there's so much information out there that it, it's, it's tough for one person to manage so many music, more music videos, I feel like come out in a day than films. And so it's, it's tough to keep up with all of that stuff. And so the help of the people involved or even just the fans will help keep this database going and, and keep it from kind of dying like the other ones have, you know, and, and, you know, we're truthfully saying, you know, give us, give us, give us a hand, you guys. That's very important, you know, because a few people pointed out um, there are some other music online music video databases, and I said earlier they've all died out. And I think there's a one key thing. One of them, Doug, as you mentioned, you know, there was there wasn't a lot of help. I don't think, um, you know, it's usually one or two guys running it, and the issue there was that there wasn't really an easy, compelling, you know, way. We spent a lot of time on the form to add music videos, uh, you, you know, check it out, um, give us some feedback, definitely, um, email us or, 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 you know, however you want to get in contact with us and let us know what you think. But we've spent a lot of time figuring out with you know, a really fun way to add music videos, an easy way to add music videos. And also I just think they just came out too early. You know, they, these are text-based music video da- databases that came out before, um, things like APIs we you know heavily use many APIs to grab pictures to do the embeds um, there's a ton of stuff that's automated on our site and and, I, and that's just a, a, a factor of you know us coming out when all those APIs were really readily available a battle tested and, and kind of ready to go into production so we were lucky in that regard and so now come be lucky with us and join the filmed insert party take over your profiles add your music videos and and just you know wear your party hats because that's what it is just a big film or film big imvdb party <laughs> i did that probably three times in that um and so you mentioned a party and we're about to have a party right now because as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast we have two guests to having having to do with the band y who have just released um mumps etc which is a really fantastic album that I'm enjoying. Doug, you are also enjoying this album, I understand. It's an, it's an excellent album. It's an excellent album. And it has been getting a lot of really positive reviews. And one of the things that, you know, as at IMVDB, we really love is that there's a lot of great music videos coming out of this album, such as Saw and the Seed and Strawberries, both directed by Mr. Scott M. Fredette, which who we're going to talk to, who we are going to talk to right now and scott has a, a a large music video credit history beyond why so definitely check out his page on the site um but we joined or we uh, talked to him to uh get a little bit of perspective on sod in the seed and strawberries and how both those videos were made My name is Scott Fredette. I am a video motion, 
live action director basically i do music videos um and i basically have been working on a documentary for why for the past year and a half so um that's what i do and you know for the past two videos that have come out for why sod in the seed and strawberries these have been fan casted videos where you guys put out you know messages on facebook and other social media outlets to get fans of why to come and be in the video uh you know where did that idea to come come from to 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 kind of create a video and cast it that way uh, the the idea came, the idea well it's two separate ones uh, in general uh, it's you know it's very difficult to to actually pay money to get people um, so it's it's usually dictated by um, two things one money or lack of two uh, it, it why has a very unique uh, fan base. Um, and they're very dedicated, but they're also at very rabid, uh, which is a good thing. So, you know, for the Sod and the Seed video, we decided that we wanted to sort of a, a little bit of tongue-in-cheek uh, make fun of all of the, I don't know, it wasn't necessarily intended to make fun of sort of those Gap slash Apple commercials, but it had a, an air to it. And it just goes along with Yoni's sort of vibe. Um, I don't necessarily, I don't know if he, if he thought it was going to be as hum as sort of tongue in cheek as it was, but it, it was, uh, it, it certainly, we edited it that way for sure. But regardless, the, you know, the fans are, will come down for they'll, they'll travel all, all over the country to come be in this. So, I mean, we had people from Washington, D.C. We had people from Detroit. Uh, I believe we had some people from Pittsburgh come down. So it was all based off of not having any money um, and needing people to be in it. We didn't know how many people would show up uh, at the time. And we did it fairly loosely. I mean, we we had an idea of what we wanted, and we just didn't know how many people or um, how far it would go and then how it would sort of come together for sod in the seed. So, you know, putting stuff up on Facebook was probably the main thing that got us, you know, I think we got like 65 people show up, which is a lot. And, uh, for the sod in the seed, um, as far as the, uh, strawberries video, um, that was again done. That was, that was again done through social networking period and some, you know, and, and friends and, and just people who wanted to be in that North side parade. I mean, that's basically what it was. I just set up the concept that we're just going to inject them into this really, really weird parade <laughs> that we have on 4th of July. And that's, that's, that's it. So, you know, it was all set up. It was all set up very quickly, set up, Pretty, pretty guerrilla style, um, and we're lucky we got what we got for that. Um, that was not an easy video. It was 104 degrees out. It was um, they had to travel like two and a half miles in the really awful heat. Uh, <laughs> we had playback with huge speakers, you know, on on like a cart which was playing everything, which was being rolled by people and. It just it, it just was a very difficult thing, and again, 
tiny, tiny bit of money by given by Anticon, which is very, they're, they're super sweet. And they'll, they'll, they're, they're really, really nice there um, and, and integrated and collaborative and all that. But, you know, it's, it's, it was, that was a uh, shot in the dark. So. And, and with that strawberries video, that's what did you, did you guys just like sign up for a spot in the parade and then just kind of yeah. just kept playing strawberries over and over again? Yeah. You know, it basically, I, I, the parade, I have a, another little, I wasn't actually, I didn't, interestingly enough, I directed the shoot remotely. I, I was a, a different part of the parade. So I set everything up and directed it and gave him a shot list and all that. And this guy, Alex Parks, who is a producer of mine, basically went and, and, uh, and shot it with three cameras. Uh, and he just, he had pretty much directed as far as what I needed. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm familiar with the Northside parade because I live in Northside and Yoni lives in Northside as well. Um, and we, it goes right by our houses. So, uh, it was something I picked this, I picked a spot that I liked, uh, the parade organizers thought it was an interesting idea. You know, we built, we, we used the artwork from the album in the back of a truck. We put a, uh, an old, you know, an old truck was behind it. We put some signage on there, and then we put a piano and some drums back there, and that was pretty much it. We called, you know, we called called as many people as we knew, social networked it, and those are the people who showed up. I think it was probably twenty or thirty people, um, which I would have liked more, obviously, but it is what it is, and it's it's charming in its own right. And it was buffered a little bit by the the other people who were just there for the regular parade, right? Yeah, you know, it, the people didn't didn't understand what the hell was going on. <laughs> yes, the answer they the, the, the they we played strawberries, I believe, twenty something times. Oh wow! The whole parade, which is not a lot, but it's it's enough to for people to be like, "What's going on here?" I'd be like, we're, "I didn't say we were shooting a video, though." I had uh, big charts up and everything saying, "If you're shot, you're you're agreeing." You know, you you've agreed to, I basically got licensed to use it. So, uh, you know, it was all very casual. It's a very casual parade. The people who run the parade, I mean, it's a very freaky parade. So it, it, they, it, they sort of fit in. And when, when you say you directed it remotely and you were in another part of the parade, where, where were you exactly? Well, in the video, you see a guy who looks like Colonel Sanders in mm-hmm. white. That's me. Oh, I was, wow. uh, I was in a chicken bucket. Uh, <laughs> Or a friend's thing. I was the Colonel Sanders, um, and and it's a it's a thing that we do a different sort of setup every year. Last year I was Gallagher and smashing uh, watermelons all over the place. So I I I couldn't get out of it. Literally, I could not get out of it. So, so basically, what I did was I set up a very strict shot list and in tone to the whole thing. You know, I mean, it's I left it loose to an extent, but there was a whole sh- whole list of shots that they had to get done uh, per my approval. So, and and just to go back quickly to the to the side and the seed video because you you mentioned so many people showed up and that's that's a uh, uh, you know you, you said it was like sixty to sixty five people you said yeah um, uh, was it did they all show up at once first thing in the morning or was it kind of like a no, like a we- slow tr- slow trickle. It was a slow trickle. Um, we started at five and we said on our social networking thing that uh, people could come whenever 
uh, between five and eleven, I believe it was. So we just we just trusted that there would be people um, trickling in. Then they did, but I got to be honest. We had fifty people sitting in my lobby of my production company, um, <laughs> you know, basically learning that 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 little dance. So it was a um, it was it was a yeah. That's that's it. You know, and for the, the, the you know the previous videos that Y has done, you know, in two thousand eight and two thousand nine, Ben Barnes directed uh, a pair of videos for them, which had some humor to them, but they're a lot more serious and they're more traditional videos. In you know, since there weren't you know fans in it or anything like that, um, and you know, you directed this pair for Y now, and you also mentioned you're doing a documentary for them. Yeah, is it is it part of you know an overall? marketing plan for for them yep. or is it or is it on a piece by case basis it's, it's it's not a marketing plan the the documentary was set up uh a year and a half ago and we're still working on it because this has been kind of a process um and within that within the parameters of that these videos will be a a component of it the the idea initially was that that all the vi- we would do videos for every song and i've done just I've, I've done probably nine videos, seven or eight, nine videos or something. Um, and we're, we may not do all of it anymore just because it's going to sort of make it cumbersome. But we are adding, you know, it is part of the documentary. Um, as far as, you know, them using the stuff that I did, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I do I direct music videos a lot. I So, you know, I've done every everybody from, you know, bad religion to death cab for cutie to atmosphere. So I, I have, I have, you know, I have a a bit of, of experience doing it and Yoni and I are friends and and Josiah and Liz and I are friends and uh, it's just a collaboration. You, you know that they, if you like them, you know that they do a lot of DIY stuff. So, um, Mm -hmm. And those episodes were done sort of through us as well. Those 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 skits, if you've been seeing those, so there's it's it's just sort of one stop shopping to an extent. And the fact that you know Yoni was a big part of that, um, the idea. He was mainly the part of the idea for the sod and the seed. I mean, he wanted something on white, very very stark, people literally dancing, um, and we just sort of went from there. Uh, and, and and so he's he he wants to do a lot of that stuff and he likes doing it and he's really good at it too and uh he's good on camera as well and you mentioned that you know your 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 pre you know the the your previous work and the other stuff that you've done and, and that you've done a lot of music videos and uh most of the people that we've talked to on the show who direct music videos are 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 located in LA and you yourself are in uh Cincinnati as you mentioned um what's it like being a music video director kind of not in LA and out in Cincinnati. Well, it's, there's good stuff and bad stuff. If you would, if you'd see where I was sitting right now, you would see, Oh my God, what an amazing place that I work in. And I, I work for a company that basically gives me as much autonomy as I need to. Um, and it's, it's, it's a collective of, of artists. It's a collection of, of people who are really good. The best people in town are here. So, um, it, it, it's a nice, it's a great resource. So yeah, it's, it's small and you have to work a little bit harder, but it's a lot easier in a lot of realms. I I mean, I could do, do a lot of stuff for very cheap. 
um, and very quickly under sort of the radar here. Um, and it's so much cheaper than anywhere else. But yeah, I would love to be in LA shooting, you know, but, and I do, and to be honest, I travel the co to New York and, and, and Los Angeles quite a bit, but to be honest, my, most of my work happens all over the world. So I'm traveling all over the world. This is a home base and it's a really good home base. I mean, there's a reason, there's a reason why Yoni and Josiah, they move back, you know, there it's, it's a different, it's a bit of a different lifestyle. And I don't say that in a negative way. You do have to work harder to find interesting stuff and and um all I, and all that it's just it's just easier it's a it, you can have a house you can have space you can sort of have have your have time to think and to be creative and and creativity from our realm in this town comes from a different a, possibly a different place for uh because i don't have a ton of pressure on me to, to be as competitive with LA directors, New York directors. Um, I just do my shit. And to be honest, I, I, I want to just be able to do what we do. I mean, me and my friends and sort of what I call the underbelly of artists that live in this town. Um, it's a, we're serious about our shit. We're, we're serious about it. And we, and I, I would, the people that I work with, are people I would work with anywhere in the world. They're great. And and that's that's unique. It's just on a smaller, it's on a smaller scale. It's a more intimate scale. And and that has its good aspects and its bad aspects. So as a as a fan of Cincinnati, Ohio, I, I support that. Um uh and I own three houses. <laughs> I bought three houses, man. You know? That's good. So, yeah, no, I, I, I can uh I, I travel to Cincinnati quite a bit, so I can I can uh, definitely uh, I know where you're coming from because it is a really yeah. fun city. I like it. A lot. I love it a lot. Cool. Um, tell us a little bit about the documentary because you mentioned that it's been going on for you know you mentioned a year and a half. Um, you know what are you are, are you out on tour with them? What are you what are you capturing for that documentary? And when I've, when do you anticipate it coming out? We don't. I, I can't tell you. I don't know when it's going to come out, but I it it's, it'll come out when it comes out because it's free. Um, <laughs> and the 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 it captures the process, the ups and downs of the process of doing an album. But there's deeper things at, at play here, and that's what we're trying to get at. I mean, if you if you look sort of at the at the psyche of of Yoni and and Josiah. There's some really, really interesting, cool stuff happening within their hearts and heads. Um, and, you know, the idea and the struggle as well is to is to figure out how to capture that. And, and I don't know. I don't know to this point where we're at with it. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean it like we're 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 finding it sort of every day. Um you know, and it's also a struggle to do something. I got hundreds of hours of footage, you know, and I'm, and trying to figure out how to get it done. The, um, as far as getting it done, I have, you know, I shot about three quarters of it and then we social networked shooters all over the world to shoot the remaining portions of it, whether it's tour stuff, whether it's following Yoni around New York, um, going to meetings, whether it's following Yoni on a press tour, 
all that shit. It's it's we we do we've gotten a little bit we've gotten a lot of each sort of step along the way. And you know you mentioned there was a plan to shoot a lot of music videos for you know the the work that Y is putting out right now. Uh, what can we expect in the coming months as far as music video output? Are there any plans for that? Uh, yeah, you know, there is. Um, I mean, I, I, from my standpoint, I, I, Jonathan's Hope is probably next. Um, possibly Paper Hearts is after that. Um, we just need to get them done. So <laughs> that's what's happening. And in fact, tomorrow morning I'm going out with with Yoni and finishing up a little bit of something before they go back on tour. So yeah, and you know, there's, there's songs out for bitter thoughts, uh, distance, um, thirst. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be sort of a different presentation. It's not your most definitely not your, your, um, typical, um, music video per se. Some of them are, but some of them aren't. showed up for the sod and the seed video there's some some very lovely ladies in that video they were very lucky with the people that showed up adam is uh adam, does your does your wife listen to this podcast i'm allowed to say i'm not I'm just because you're looking at the menu doesn't mean you're ordering anything it's something my dad said you can walk up to any restaurant and they have the menu outside to look at just to <laughs> see what the prices are you're just curious what the prices are i mean you, you know you just ate yeah and it's I weird yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we're getting way too weird here, but yeah, no, it's, it's um, there's a, such a thing as a hipster crush, and this is a, a this is a thread that's gone throughout our all the way back to the guy who told us that he talked to the other guy and he didn't want to talk to us. Remember that one? The episode is called um, "He Said No." Remember? Yeah, uh, 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 Duncan Skiles. Yes, Duncan Skiles, and he um, and we were we were both talking about our, our hipster crush on the girl from the um, fuck shit stock video, the Reggie Watts video. Oh yeah, that chick. Who else do we talk about hipster crushes? Ben Fee. We talked about a hipster crush, sort of. We we mentioned how um, that the delicious lady. Let's not do this. No, we're doing it. But you know, you made it weird by saying "delicious lady." So I'm, I'm going to you. It's game over. All right. So then, what's you? You make it even weirder. Then that's your your job. Okay. Let's make it more weirder by bringing in Josiah here. (laughs) That's not. uh, I don't think he'll make it any weirder. But it is what we have time to do. So let's do it. So I don't know if yeah, Josiah will not make it any weirder than we than we could possibly do it. But we're going to talk to you right now, Mr. Josiah Wolf. Um, brother of Yoni Wolf of the band Y. He is the drummer, percussionist, also plays a few other different instruments, but mainly percussion. And uh, we wanted to talk to um, Josiah because he is, like we mentioned, a drummer, and we've never really had a drummer's perspective in music videos. A lot of times when you have a band set up, uh, drummers are not really f- featured. I mean, they're there, and they may get a shot or two, but they're just kind of, you know, taking up space in like a rock video usually um and josiah plays a much larger role he's uh in both the sod and the seed and the strawberries video and we thought it'd be fun to get the in-band perspective so now we're going to talk to josiah wolf of why (laughs) 
Well, I'm Josiah Wolf. I play in the band Y, and uh, I'm the drummer slash co-producer, and uh, you know I play some other instruments sometimes on recording and stage, vibraphone and drums, and uh, that's what I do. And you guys have, uh, you know, just recently released the first video in a few years, Sod in the Seed, um, uh-huh. after, and uh, directed by Scott M. Fredette. That is him. And I, I was wondering, uh, how do you guys use uh, and view music videos in your overall sort of, not marketing plan, but how, how you, um, you know, promote, promote a record? Are they a key aspect, or, or, or how do you guys view those? You know, I, I would say... And they're important. I wouldn't say they're the most important thing, you know, but it's hard to say nowadays. You know, videos aren't what they what they used to be, but I love them. I love music videos, good ones. I saw um, this whole show put on actually by the by this by Scott Fredette's partner Ben Nicholson of uh, music videos, which is like an art exhibit of the history of music videos, and I loved it. I mean, I just went through videos from the very first videos, you know, up till now, all the best ones. And there are some amazing ones in there. So, you know, I love the idea of, of the video, but, you know, in a way it's more um, an expression of, I don't know, it's an artistic expression more than a money-making tool at this point. I mean, it, it is good for promotional purposes, but, you know, I, I, I enjoy them very much. And you know, for the uh, for the Sod in the Seed video, you guys are taking you know the the two Ben Barnes videos you guys did in, in two thousand eight and two thousand nine uh-huh. um, yeah. uh, were a little more artistic. This one seems a little bit more uh, fun. It features you in, with some pretty amazing dance dance moves and pretty amazing dance yeah. cast. What was the idea going into this going into this video? What were you guys looking to accomplish? Well, you know, I, I think. The fun is kind of a little bit of an irony to the the lyrics of the song. Um, And, uh, you know, the the, um, vision behind the video, it was, I think, between Yoni and and Scott Burdett, they kind of came up with it. Um, You know, part of it is just the danciness of the beat, and then part of it was just uh, the lyrics of the song. It seemed kind of funny to have people having a good time, you know. so they came up with that idea. And yeah, it's more of a simple, you know, it's like one thing, as opposed to Ben Barnes' videos, which are a little more thought out uh, as far as the plot goes in the video, you know. And, and you mentioned that that, that idea kind of came from, uh, you know, y- Yoni, and that uh, in the Ben Barnes interview, he also mentioned that, you know, him and Yoni got together to talk about the ideas. What is your personal role when it, when it comes to these music videos? Uh, sometimes... I have some, you know, ideas to say. Other times, I really have nothing to say. You know, I'm just in the video, you know, like that one, they they came up with without me. Um, You know, but, you know, Scott and I are friends, and Scott and Yoni are friends. So, you know, some of the other videos, I mean, actually, Scott's doing videos, a lot of videos for us. He's actually working on a documentary uh, about why, and videos are kind of part of that. And, uh, Scott, um, you know, so, you know, we talked about some of the other videos, but, you know, a, a lot of the videos that they're doing are kind of, kind of single ideas, uh, you know, in a way, but I, I like, I like them all so far in different ways, you know. So for the most part, would you, you'd say you just more of like an actor, you're just kind of taking direction from the, from the director at, at the point of uh, actual production of the videos? Yeah, well, the ones I'm in, I mean, you know, like I said, some of the other ones, 
um, I had some editing ideas. You know, we were watching some of the rough cuts and with other songs, and I, you know, I had some ideas about the way to cut it. And, you know, people liked it, so we kind of, you know, went with that. So, you know, it really depends on, on the video. But the side video, I, you know, I, I guess doing the line dance and, and kind of directing everyone, you know, I, I was, that was my thing, I guess, having everyone do that line dance. I, I think Yoni thought of it, and then I, I taught it to everybody. So. That's a pretty spectacular line dance. It's been a while since we've seen a, a, a nice line dance done in a music video. You guys uh, must have worked on that a while. <laughs> yeah, actually, I learned that line dance um, many years ago. These, these girls thought it to be in Seattle, and I kind of I just remembered most of it. I changed it a little bit to fit into the, the rhythm of the song, but um, I, you know, I remember this pretty much, which I've got up these many years. It seems like you guys are kind of uh, are expanding the size and the scope of, of your videos, especially for this latest AP with these two videos. Um, are you guys seeing more of a, a reaction for from people when you guys put th these videos out, or, you got, or do you have any sense of that? Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of a sense, a lot of sense of that. Uh, you know, we've been on the road, so we've been busy. I haven't been, you know, I mean, I check our social network sites sometimes, but, uh, you know, I'm not on the Internet that much checking stuff so it's hard to say you know I know people have seen it people have mentioned it uh, fans you know come up sometimes and say they like the video but it, yeah, it's hard to get a sense of, of the scope of it how many people have seen it I mean I guess you can look at YouTube views or whatever it's about the best, best I can get so is that your the best way to kind of gauge the, the success of a music video just based on that kind of stuff YouTube views and kind of word of mouth that you're getting from fans when they come up to you after shows and stuff or is there something else so, uh, like an artistic thing that you can get from a, uh, the success of a music video or something like that? Um, I mean, that's the best way to judge how many people are seeing it and how many people like it. I mean, as far as the artistic uh, view of it, you know, that's more personal. Like, do I really like it? You know, does it feel like something I'm proud of? And, uh, you know, that's a different thing. And, and you, you also mentioned that uh, there you know that you, you had the all call for to you know to to try to you know cast your videos and that kind of stuff and we've also seen a lot of fan made music videos not only for for the band themselves but also um from your jet lag album there were there were a few fan made videos that we came across online what how do you guys feel about you know those types of videos oh i think it's great i mean that fans are doing that you know, actually I haven't seen any for jet lag yeah need to search for those um are they good <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I I, uh, I think they they accurately represent the album. It's uh, uh, in a way, it seems like a, a very personal album. So you're definitely not in yeah. it, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, yeah. that's that's a little lacking. But for the most part, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's pretty strong. Um, there, there's one for the trailer, uh, um, the trailer in the truck that is basically a montage of uh, of uh, like old uh, home movie clips. It's interesting. We'll send you a link. <laughs> Yeah, please. That'd be awesome. I've never seen it. Um, yeah, I, I like the people. You know, there's been some good ones. I remember these guys did one, one for Gemini a few years back. Uh, I thought it was really good. And, uh, you know, some that are not as good. But, uh, yeah, I think it's neat that the fans do that. And I, and I watched an uh, interview with you guys back from uh, 2009, and you mentioned that there was a, an idea for a, a video for Blackest Purse, and that you that that video never came to light, and you guys were kind of not speaking much about it because there was still some possibility that it was going to come out. Is there uh, any way that you can kind of rehash what what the idea for that video would have been? Uh, 
Yeah, that that was also with, with Scott and uh, his crew, you know, which is um, Cincinnati-based production company, and uh, it, it was it was a cool idea. It was like in an elevator. They had this giant elevator in this uh, building at Cincinnati, and we were gonna all be playing in the elevator, and they were gonna film a lot of it with the Phantom camera, so things were gonna gonna be real slow floating in the elevator, and uh, at, you know we were gonna stop at different floors. And uh, different people were going to come on and off the elevator, uh, kind of to represent different things. And uh, you know, it was, there was going to be a piano on there, and a lot of the details are escaping me now. But yeah, it, it was a cool idea when I mean, they gave us the uh, idea for it. You know, the sheet of uh, what do they call that? Yeah, you know, I, I loved it. I, I wish we had done that, but it just didn't work out. It just those guys, those guys get real busy doing projects that actually pay the money so the pro bono <laughs> stuff sometimes has to pop by the wayside and that's how these these videos are kind of operating is pro bono you know you're trying to get you know friends and, and directors who are close to you to kind of work for essentially nothing to to get something done you know you guys aren't getting like big budgets from anticon to you know put out you know huge huge music videos or anything like that no definitely very low budget we, we you know basically just pay them a little bit, you know. I mean, compared to the amount of work you guys into them, it's nothing. So, um, yeah, that, that's right. We, we haven't really, and we, you know, Anticon doesn't have a budget to put it into videos. I mean, at some point, it'd be cool to have have more of a video budget. I wanted to ask you about your role in the Sky for Shooting Horses under video because you appear as as part of the band in several places, but you also appear as the uh, antagonist, I guess, uh, alien at, at the end <laughs> at the end of the movie yeah. at, uh, at the end of the video. How did you How did you get to either forced into or volunteered for playing that part? <laughs> um, you know that that was all Ben Barnes. You know I. I didn't have much say, in, you know, with, with Scott's stuff, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we talk about stuff and, you know, we kind of collaborate a little bit more, even though the basic ideas are all his. Um, and I guess sometimes Yoni and him talk. But with, with the Ben Barnes stuff, I mean, it's all written out. It is what it is. You know, he, he told me this is what you're going to be doing. And I, I just said, fine. <laughs> That's cool. And is you it know? difficult to play a vibraphone with something on your head that you can't see out of? Well... Yeah, I mean, also <laughs> we played we played it at one and a half speed, you know, so it could be a little bit slower, you know, that that effect that they do in videos, and uh, so I mean the tempo was very fast, so luckily you know it didn't matter if I was hitting the right notes or not because I was just basically just going, you know <laughs> hitting random notes pretty much, but you know can't tell. And for that for that effect, that is, uh, I mean, for like a guitarist or or maybe a vocalist, you know, that effect is so common in music videos. And, and for anybody who doesn't know, the song is played at a, you know faster than it is, and then slowed down, and you guys pantomime it faster. Is that harder mm -hmm. on a percussionist than anybody else in the band? It seems like it would be. Yeah, I mean, it's more obvious if you're not with it because your hand movements are a lot larger than a guitar or a piano. But, you know, I think if, if there's a close-up of the fretboard on the guitar, you, it, you also have to be singing it pretty well. You know, tedious if you're singing or something like that. You right. Faster, I think. But depending if it's fast rapping, I can be hard. 
And you mentioned a, a museum exhibit at uh, that you visited. Was that is that the Contemporary Arts Center in Cincinnati? That the spectacle exhibit? Yes, it is. Okay, right. we had uh, Jonathan Wells, the guy who organized it, on on a, a few podcasts ago, and and you're the first per, you're the first person, coincidentally, who we've interviewed that's been to it. So you, it was a, it was a good exhibit. I loved it. Yeah, I, I was. It was great. Um, you know, I have a terrible memory for, for names and videos, so it's like if you ask me what my favorite videos were, <laughs> it's very difficult. I, I know it's one. I wish I remember who it was, but um, it's, it's a very famous video. If you said it, I would know. So the screen is split in half, and uh, half of it's in forward motion, and the other half is in backward motion. And there, these two, it's like there, these two women in their past um at a certain point and uh it was brilliant i mean i, I was yeah I, I watched it like three times like man this video is awesome but yeah there, there were a lot of great ones and uh there's some you know in addition to music videos we've seen some different you know style of uh promotional videos that you guys have done uh some of my favorite were the the uh the ones that feature Blake Maxwell, you guys had like a fake oh, yeah. manager back, uh, back uh, promoting the, uh, I think it was the Eskimo Snow album. Um, you know, how does, how do those types of videos compare to music videos to you? Um, well, that's more up my alley, I guess. A lot of those videos were, were my brainchild in a way, as far as the basic idea, like, um, you know, I, I was in a hotel room one night, I just thought of the irony of, of an angry yoga guy saying namaste motherfucker you know <laughs> and uh that, that's kind of how it started and i you know i talked to andre and, we, and then we we all kind of collaborated came up with the idea of it so you know but those are more things i'm i'm more heavily involved with um you know we have a new one actually that yogi and i sat down and wrote it out and you know it should be starting to come out very soon um, within a week i would say the first the first episode should drop and uh so yeah, those, oh, go ahead. those are more, nat- more natural for me. What'd you say? No, I was I was gonna say something, and then I wanted you to finish. So go, please go ahead. You said they yeah, were more yeah. natural. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's, I, I love. I, I grew up watching comedy videos, and I, I always think about that stuff. Always comes to me, you know, more often than uh, music videos, which seems like other people uh, generally write those things. But are they are they serving similar purposes? Do you think are they more are they all in promotion and and you know a creative alley or are they are they kind of exclusive to one another? Um, yeah, I mean they they definitely are all promotional. I, I'd say the comedy videos are more obviously promotional in a way. Although for me it's it's a lot of fun. I love doing that stuff and I'd like to do more of it. Um, you know the music videos, you know, are more like. Um, writing music in a way where, you know, it's a little bit more artistic, you know, especially like you were saying with the stuff Ben Barnes does, um, you know, it's, it's very, you know, that's his art, that's his passion, it, you know, and you could say the same for the comedy videos, but, you know, the, the, when stuff is, is funny like that, it, it, it's just a different thing, you know. And do you have people, like, in the same way you, you mentioned people coming up to you and talking to you about the music videos, do you have people at the shows coming up and talking to you about the, the, the comedy videos you guys put out? Oh, uh, yeah. I'd say even more often than the music videos, people engage us about the comedy videos. Sometimes in weird ways, too. Um, I remember one time in uh, uh, Tucson, these two guys, I think they ended up getting kicked out of the show, actually, because they were... This is when the Alice Peacher videos were there. Uh, Andre's other character, Casey or whatever. 
Um, have you seen those ones? Yeah. The Casey and Paul videos. So, yeah, they were just acting like Casey. Like, hey, Joey! They were coming up to us and, you know, saying stuff in the video. Like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't let it go. I think we did a great job with the dual with the dual interviews this week. Man, we're it's so many different dual. It's, so the okay, my favorite okay. one in the Y video is the girl with the the burgundy shirt, and there's two girls with the crazy pattern skirts. But one the burgundy shirt is the one. That's the the. Uh, I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm ju- I'm gonna just agree with you because. Um, you have great taste, so you know, just go with that. Hmm. You suggested uh, a Slurpee once is the best Slurpee I ever had, and so if your taste in Slurpee is anything like your taste in hipster women in music videos, um, picks of the week. You know, you know what's like our uh, Slurpee is picks of the week. Talking, is this a Slurpee thing actually happened? Or? No, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever. I've definitely never taken a Slurpee from you. I haven't had a Slurpee in like. 15 years and they give them away for free on certain days specifically july 11th i was have i had a weird experience with a couple of slurpee on my way up to ohio and they Ooh, give it to us give it to us no 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 it was just weird it was they were just talking weird to each other while filling up slurpees it was like a really romantic thing for them i don't know anyway um i agree that's weird you know it's not weird picks of the week are not weird what's yours oh boy so Excuse me, excuse me. My pick of the week. Let me pull it up here because I, I. There we go. Um, as you know, Doug, as much to your chagrin, I'm sure many listening to the podcast, I enjoy the pop music videos. We've gone over this many times. Um, so whenever there's a really good pop music video, I, I I enjoy it. I like to set it as a pick of the week, and um, I'm interested by this this pop music video for several reasons. It, it is Oath. By Cher Lloyd and Becky G. Have you seen this music video, Doug? Maybe you have. Maybe I, I have seen this music video. I actually love this music video. This is a great music video for, and it's directed by um, Hannah Lux Davis, who has, um, you know, I had not actually um, uh, heard of Hannah Lux Davis before this video, but I looked her up. She's got a lot of really interesting pop work. Maybe we can talk to her in the future if you're listening. Hannah Lux Davis. She seems like a, a or 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 if you're checking your email, either one. If you are checking your email correctly. Um, Correct, not correctly. Everybody can check their email. There's no way to check your email incorrectly. Um, but what I like about this video is is a, a few things. Number one, um, I'm really a fan of a good camera mugger. And this is, it sounds like it's really easy to do. And what I mean by mugging is, um, uh, you know, playing the camera and having a presence on camera when it's just you. And Cher Lloyd is really over the top, but doesn't take it to a place where it's really too truly obnoxious. Um, her friend Becky G, I'm saying, uh, I'm sad to say, does not really share this talent. Um, she takes it too far. Um, y- you know, it takes a real true talent to be, you know, a female pop star, be in a video that's, you know, starring you, 
and then to really uh, find that really narrow sweet spot of bugging for the camera. And you know, she's ba she's basically putting on a clinic the entire time. It's unbelievable, uh, from, from the subtle movements to the the costume choice to the clothing choices, um, to the you know the the setups and things like that. I'm sure definitely Sand Lux Davis had a big part in that. Um, the other thing is this, um, you know, I'd like to do a podcast episode about this in the future, is this idea of, um, there's a resurgence of, for lack of a better term, kind of girl power. Remember this in the 90s, dubbed the Spice Girls and all this? Uh, that was the first real wave of this, I think, that our generation remembers. And of course. That definitely came through through music videos. The Spice Girls used music videos and also things like their movie as um, ways to communicate their message and that girl power thing was that. And I think what we're seeing in 2012 is a concerted effort to figure out how to bring that back in a way. And what I mean is not to do it so on the nose like the Spice Girls did but to do it in a little bit more subversive way. Uh, Lana Del Rey took a pretty tough pass at that earlier in 2012 with the Born to Die album, which, you know, on its the face had a lot of songs about, you know, her and another guy, but also had songs like um, This Is What Makes Us Girls, which was, you know, a girl, kind of a, a really weird Lana Del Rey-esque girl power song. And then we're getting things like Oath by Cher Lloyd, which is really a song about um, you know, female friendship, I guess, for lack of a better term. We really haven't seen a lot of that lately. The, the, the female stars we've been seeing singing are a lot of the empowerment songs and videos have been uh, focused on individuality, like uh, Katy Perry's Firework, or not on any sort of, um, you know, female empowerment at all. So it's, it, I mean, it's it's at its kind of its shallowest form, but also its most widely distributable form. So I think that uh, Oath by Cher Lloyd is an interesting take on that. There's a lot of little moments in there like um, that you don't really usually see in a pop video, like Cher Lloyd walks into this laundromat and these younger girls are kind of in awe of her. Um, because of the way she's dressed and the way she carries herself, it's it's it's. I'm not sure exactly what it means, but it's, I think it's definitely treading into those waters. So, anyway, it's a great music video, and um, that's my pick of the week. Great pick, Adam. I'm really proud of it. Did you not like my little analysis there? I thought it was a great pick, and I just said I was proud of it. Hmm, okay. Well, what's your pick oh. of the week? Funny you should ask. Um. My pick of the week is by a man named CeeLo Green. The song is Silent Night. Um, you, should, you should be like, what? This is October. Why is there a Silent Night song being picked as a pick of the week? Um, that's a great, great question. A better question is, this is October. Why did the Silent Night video just come out? <laughs> um, and, uh, and that's probably because CeeLo Green is coming out with a Christmas album. Yes. Um, and uh, so we all have that to look forward to. Um, and, you know, I, I, this, this video kind of falls a little bit in the gray area. We have it on the site right now. We may, <laughs> learn, we, we may learn that it's not technically a music video, although it has a director, which is Adam Donald. Um, 
And the reason I say it's not technically a music video or might not technically be a music video is because the last 30 seconds of it is just is is like, you know, just an advertisement for the CeeLo Christmas album. It's like coming this season, CeeLo Green. What's the name of the album? Let's be let's be accurate here because I don't think it's CeeLo Green sing uh, CeeLo Green's CeeLo Green's Magic Moment, uh, which is going to be really great. The, the album, album cover, is ridiculous. The album, the album cover looks like he's in some kind of drop-top Chevy, uh, <laughs> maybe a Bentley. I can't see. The picture's really small. And um, and it looks like he's got white stallions instead of reindeer, which is appropriate um, for CeeLo because he's not lavish at all. Uh, the music video, uh, really Christmassy. It's a... Uh, Attractive women in in red underwear and white shirts and Santa hats and red Converse and what are probably attractive guys because they're definitely not overweight like Santa Claus but skinny uh, apparently buff guys in Santa suits. I don't know why I'm assuming they're hunks, but just because the ladies are pretty, I'm assuming the guys are too. Anyway, they're in Santa suits. They don't look like Santa. They're not portly or, or jolly. They're just men, fake beards, and they're running. Uh, in slow motion, you know, it looks like it was shot in like 60 frames per second or something, and then, you know, slowed down. And then near the end of the song, they run towards a drop top Bentley, get inside, and then they roll down the street and in black and white. You see advertisements for CeeLo's new Christmas album that we're all looking forward to. Um, so Doug Klinger's pick of the week is Silent Night by CeeLo Green, uh, directed by Adam Donald. Great video. This is surprisingly a. Uh... A relatively like palatable version of Silent Light. Oh, the song is not bad. I mean, I've, I've been a CeeLo fan for a long time. I, I think I like his older, older stuff better than his newer stuff. But I, he's got recognizable talent. And I think it's a, a, a pretty good version of Silent Night. Uh, the video is missing for me a little bit. It misses for me. Which is why it's your pick of the week. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know. It just means that it means picks of the week supposed to be good. That's not what. That's not a rule. That's Since when true. was that a rule? When did Since you make right that now. a rule? Since right now. Because mm, I was gonna say because I, I I'll pull I'll do a Reddit fact check and I'll find you breaking the rules mm. several times looking back, especially in the, those days when we where we would just blindly import videos from Discogs. I know there were some times where you were picking um, so bad they're good videos, and I think that that's what this CeeLo Green video falls into. It's a, it, it misses so badly that I love it. Well, there we go. You know, another rule I'm making up right now is that we we gotta we gotta go. We this has been a huge this has been a huge episode. This is a monumental milestone. Fifty nine uh, weird episode for monuments. Yeah, but fifty nine is a good number. Um, so thank you to Josiah Wolf and Scott M. Fredette, um of Cincinnati, Ohio. I I I do really love Cincinnati. I think it's a great city and over sometimes overlooked American city. Um, mm. But so there's a lot of interesting, and I hope more music video work to come out of that area. Um, so, like we said, do not go to filmdinsert.com, although it will redirect you. Go to imvdb.com, facebook.com slash filmdinsert, and twitter.com slash the imvdb. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week. You you sent people to facebook.com slash filmdinsert, which is where we don't want them ah, to. Ah, fuck, damn it. <laughs> facebook.com slash imvdb.
I have a race car bed.